so I never had a wet dream before, but last night, like, <laughs> it was weird. I was in some... Oh, this was last night? Yeah, it was just today. Oh, um, just today. I was in, like, oh an Applebee's, and I was with, like, five other <laughs> random people, and uh, we went to get wings, and they were way too overpriced, and I was with an old lady, <laughs> and she said, fuck it, we're blowing it up, and I went, what? And then she lit the place on fire, so I went out, and then some, another car hit mine. I ran after this car with my superhuman speed caught up to it and said, hey, you hit my car, that you can't just run away from that. And he said, oh, what else can I do? And then she started blowing me. And then I woke up with jizz in my pants. Nice. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. This is Anthony with Interviews with Everyday People. That was my favorite intro of all time. Uh, we're sitting here with... I was like, Mahatongo, right? Like, Mahatongo. You're a scoop boy. Mahatongo. See, I live in Manoy City <laughs> that lives on Manoy Street, but we live in Mahanoy City. So, yeah. So sometimes the H's are a little thin. That's the funniest thing. I never knew that my entire yeah. life living in Manoy City. They're like, where do you live? I'm like, oh, Mahanoy City. And they're like, oh, uh, what, well, what street is is this one? I'm like, it's Manoy Street. And they're like, why the what? fuck do you do that? <laughs> and we're like, I don't, I don't know. Well, <laughs> well, you could come down to Pottsville, and they'll, like, crowbar, like, C's and K's in the yeah. name somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like So, how, how is it actually? Mahantongo. 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 I love talking to people now from the school. Yeah. Shukul? Like, Shukul? Skukul. Like, I am from, scoop, I'm from school. I'm from school County, like, and I still have issues <laughs> with certain things. Just, um, just break it into, like, three. Just Mahantongo. I watched a video on someone drawing a map, and they were like, up here is the, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, the... Susque Susquehanna? The Susquehanna <laughs> River? And I'm like, are you fucking shitting Do you me? Do you watch those videos of people like yeah. pronouncing did Pennsylvania you, did you see stuff? The worst accents of the world and and Scranton accent. I didn't know whether it was a Scranton accent. That one, like the worst accent in the globe. Like it was like Boston accent. In the fucking world. Kansas. And you are Kansas. Why? Three of the what? fucking accents were all from Pennsylvania. It was like Philly, uh, Pittsburgh. And like they just called it Scranton, but I guess they clearly meant us. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Andrew. I get, I, get, I get people all the time that tell me I have that accent. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man. Oh, oh, God damn no. it. Like this, God, this whole podcast is a bunch of fucking inbreds from Pennsylvania. Fucking old bird down there. So let's go around the room uh, and, and we'll get some names here. So let's start with you. Yeah, I'm Jordan. Jordan. Jordan was Jordan and and and, and Brett here were already on the show with Look Alive, so. We already kind of talked a little bit about that, but um, uh, I'm Liam. Liam, what's up? You can you can do it again. If I'm you want. Brett Huffman going for the three for. <laughs> I'm Austin Ulmer. All right, and then and that's the that's the band. So um, we'll go right back to the name. How did how did you just come up with it? Um, well, for five years we were strength and allies. It's even longer because we've been doing it since we were since in high 2012. School. Yeah, technically we started like right after yeah. Christmas. But this lineup was way more recent uh-huh. um but we were strength and allies for a while we were just like you know that sounds a little too like on the nose like as far as like what our sound is like and uh we were just sitting there and we were like you know let's just change the name and we, well, we were, came like, to, out. yeah we were like to what because we were coming out with a sense of awareness and we were like well if we're gonna change the name this is the time like this is where mm-hmm. we should do yeah. it so we all kind of just made a list of a few names that we kind of liked and then we all got together and we're like all right so now we gotta pick 
man. Yeah, here's like here's a list of like thirty five names. And it's like <laughs> it was a long we process. A we had a lot. Of what was the worst? A lot of, the worst. Uh, the worst. Strength and allies. Probably something I said. Oh, no. Remember you had a list. You had You're, a giant list. Yeah, you had your a list giant was good. List. I had a giant I list of just like other um just like song names, kind of like stuff like that, and get it from something like. We Mo- all kind of like Motley Crue was almost named Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> X Mass. X Mass. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it actually came down to two names. It was uh, Cobra Kai or Montongo. Ooh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai was a really dope name. Yeah. But then uh, on YouTube Red, they released the show Cobra Kai, and we were like, you know, that might be kind of shitty that we do that, and then we just sort of like we could have just eked off. Of that, people looking that up and then just going like, "Oh, what? There's a fucking band called Cobra Kai." But then you'll like fall into that trap where like Pop Tart Monkeys were huge in the area, and then they got sued. And they're like, "Well, fuck! Now what do we do?" Yeah. Yeah. So we were afraid of that, but also another decision was we talked to our friend Chris Ventura. Hey, Chris. Um, hey. And hey, and he, uh, <laughs> I asked him, "Hey, can you make us up one logo for Cobra Kai and one logo for Montongo?" And he went, sure. And he sent us both of them. And we were like, the Montago logo looks fucking dope. Which, so, which logo? Was that the one where it's like broken the, in a box? Yeah, in the box. Uh, Cobra Kai was a lot more uh, like I scrawled yeah, text. Yeah, sort of like freehand. Mm-hmm. Sort of like like what you would expect a normal band logo to look like. Yeah. But like we were the just, K is huge. Yeah. Like little I. But yeah, the whole thing with Montago was you just like, that looks very clean and very nice and... I also like the name. And very yeah, cheap to make on t-shirts. Yeah. It's solid color. Yeah, it's just one it color. It sells well, too. Yes. People are like, all right, hometown. Home sure. But do you have any shirts with that logo? With the logo? Not yet. No, right. I was say, it's the, it's the we have this one, one so yeah. far, but we didn't want to release just like a straight logo shirt right off the bat because it's just like, anyone can fucking, you can just print off like, um, like an iron-on and just do that yourself. It's yeah. like, we wanted to offer something different. I yeah. do know a shirt guy if you're interested. Ooh. Um, a little interesting quirk about this shirt, that's actually all of our pets. Yeah. It's actually your pets. Actual yeah. photos Starting pets from the left, like that is my little baby boy, Sweet Nicholas. Uh, and then Boo, is, is my that, cat. Is that Liam's turn? Now, is Sweet Nicholas, is that a Nick Swartzen reference? No, it's just Nicholas. No, oh, it's Nicholas. ask he us about him. all the names. <laughs> Uh, my cat Boo, Boo Radley, haha, to kill a mockingbird. My mom named him. <laughs> yeah, and then that's my fur baby. His name is Ace. Ace. He's half Pomeranian, half uh, Border Collie. Nice. But you met Lady. She's a fucking little bit of everything. <laughs> and then the last one. That's my that's my baby boy Chunk. Chunk. Chunk from the Goonies. And it's like Goonies and, reference. Uh, he is a a mutt. The best He's a, a beagle German Shepherd Border Collie mix. So, Lady is German Shepherd Husky Collie. Yeah. We all look like a dog She has the big nose, the German Shepherd markings. Hello. And she's super tiny. I don't know what happened. <laughs> she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, she's a cool dog. Uh, <laughs> she's, yeah, she's cool as fuck. I, Cujo, we used to have Cujo. He was a huge St. Bernard. Um, I don't. I, I couldn't even imagine how the podcast would work with him because he didn't give a shit about his size. <laughs> so he would drive like he would bump into The camera would be knocked over four times, and he would just look. He's like, I don't care. Like he was just so <laughs> like shit. So you know how like dogs would like dad. you could roughhouse them, and they would like play bite back. Uh-huh. You would like rough them up, and he'd just be like. Uh, <laughs> and he would just like rest his head on you like Could can you just not. pat me instead like <laughs> I'm about that life like yeah he was awesome our couch we put like those blankets on because he would just jump on it and like tear it apart so like the 
fake leather is gone. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that looks terrible. <laughs> we can't afford a new couch, so blankets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ghetto as shit, but um, yeah, and he used to like lay. We would like sit on the couch. He would like share the pillow. Like he liked sharing pillows. He was he was fucking awesome. But yeah, I'm a big animal. Lad. And I love the shirt now more that it's actually your pets. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. Now, do any of you have multiple pets, and then you had to pick which one made the made the, made I... the shirt? <laughs> I have nine other cats as well. Ooh. So uh, how did you how did you land? So my mom is the cat lady and um Yeah. <laughs> There's nine of them. Nicholas so, is yours. When we got Nicholas Which cat do you love the most? Choose now. <laughs> That's literally what the circuit came All down your to, cats right? had to die except one. So the idea there was, was a fire. <laughs> the idea was because like in you bring a dog anywhere and everyone's like, oh my god. <laughs> so we're like let's do a dog shirt and then we're like liam you don't have a dog correct so uh i like the idea of the kind of the three the dogs cat. and the one cat so it also because liam is like the main front man it also takes that out of it as well so yeah. it's something separating it yeah, as yeah. well see because it's polarizing you're yeah. polarized. So you know what Fuck. The, and their outfits are based off of selfies of us that are our like own outfits, outfits. Wear, yeah. <laughs> who made it the shirt you know his name. Gino. Uh, Gino. Gino. I can't... If I will murder his last name... <laughs> hey, Gino. Just do I'm it. Sorry. Murder it. Gino yeah, thank you for the shirt, yeah. Hambiano. I, I, I call, we call him Chino. Gino. Um, hey, Gino. Shout out I'm to sorry. him. I'm going to look up his Instagram so handle and shove it in So when I first looked at the shirt, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't know they were all dogs and one cat. The cat stood out first, and I thought the entire shirt was cats. Just cats. No. I did. At the first time I ever seen it. Fluffy cat. Yep. And then and then I looked. And I was like, oh, there's only one cat. So at, at first glance, I thought it was all cats. Yeah. See, like I said, I'm polarizing. Exactly. Fuck. Yeah. You're supposed to be your front pole. The Pam Beachy. Pam Beachy. Yeah, Pam Beachy. If you need any work done with. Uh, any kind of edits, Gino just go to Gino.com. The O is a zero. Uh, message me some, that, and I'll we'll put that in the description. some sweet things he works on. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely message me that, and I'll put that in the description of the video. Um, so here's we're going to go back to the two-band thing. Which band came first? Mine totally. Yeah? I guess, technically, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, that's, it just spawned from Strength and Allies. Yeah. So it was pretty much everyone from yeah. that band just yeah, yeah. 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 always changed. Change. Yeah. yeah, Look Alive was going through a similar change too through like lineup and whatnot. That's mm -hmm. how I got into it. Yeah, and then that, but I was in Mon Strength and Allies Montango first. It is. It's a really cool thing to to see both bands because you're like come up and play like more classic rock funky stuff and then it's more of, I don't want to mislabel you guys but it, I, I call it, it like for it. I, I call it, it don't matter I call it like because back in the day in high school like we call it sad white boy music like that's true yeah yes. it, it's literally what it is it's a sad white boy music I, I, don't, I didn't like the emo moniker but it's 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 that it's like a pop punk yeah. Emo. I love it. It's my my favorite genre Perfect. of music. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, whatever. But yeah, it's like the sad the sad wife. Like when you're like a teenager and you're going through this stuff in high school when a girl breaks your heart. Like, you're that, like holy shit, like, this song gets me. Yeah, that whole album, I was like, I'm fucking 18 again. Like, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Fucking, we're doing God's work. <laughs> Fuck you, Mom! I fucking it's not a face! I'm gonna wear skinny jeans and paint my nails if that's I want! We, that's why yeah. we sweat and we're always red and we look like we're crying on stage. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> It's also out. because it's super fucking hot up there and I yeah. don't like sweating. Yeah. Definitely. I'm sweating, sweating now. Temperature. And I, I love how, like, 
if you were to listen to the album and never looked at the band visually and then came to see you guys live, you would not expect that voice coming out of no, it. No, yeah. absolutely not. The fucking, and I'm not even like being like an asshole and like saying I'm great or whatever. Yeah. It's just I've had plenty of people go up to me and go, I didn't know you could fucking sing. And I'm like... Thank, thank you. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's a, I'm not sure if that's an insult it's or like a backhanded compliment. It's it, like, it, oh, you're too fucking you, gross it, to sing. That's it, weird. It, it is like it is it is kind of backhanded, but it's like but it's a thing where it's like when the band walks in the front door, like you're like, oh okay, that that looks right, like he's a band. the singer. Yeah, like yeah, you would like the, oh we're putting the pretty boy up front. Yeah, I mean yeah, and then you guys go up and you start playing. You're like, oh, oh fuck, this is awesome. <laughs> like, this is like you're like this is like being a fat dude. I was like. Yeah, <laughs> one of us. You know what I mean? Like, but I was like, I don't know. It was a cool. It was it was a different take. Like, it kind of you kind of shock people. Like, yeah. the, like it's like the voice when they hit their their chair around. You're like, whoa, that's fucking pretty cool. Yeah, like, that, that was the joke that we were that I always used to make before that. Like back in the day, like your brother brought up modern baseball in the pre-interview. Yeah. Um, that like back in the day, I found out about modern baseball through Property Zach's like live sessions. And I saw them. I'm like, these ba- this band should be fucking huge. Why aren't they? And it's just like, oh, because this, the singer's fucking large and weird and awkward. And so is the rest of the band. And mm-hmm. it's not like fucking like, oh, here's all time low with uh, yeah. Well, the first band, four fucking, pretty boys. Yeah, stage. here's four pretty boys that fucking already have like three hundred thousand yeah, dollars to dump well, into this. Well, the two first bands that kind of broke that mold, um, and they both did it in techniques. But some forty one were they're not attractive. Like their own mothers even said, like, "There's no way you're gonna get famous because you're not good looking." <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, that, like that. And some forty one just ran with it. Like if you go watch old some forty one videos when they were coming up, they were like a fucking Motley Crue punk band. Like they just fucking didn't care. They were crazy. Like they were absolutely crazy. Um, and if they did half the stuff they but did the then, hair metal cover band, yeah, for pleasure. Uh, <laughs> and if they if they did half the stuff they did then and videotaped it and put it on the internet, they would be arrested. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> but it was awesome. And and Fallout Boy, but when they never showed the lead singer, they would just show Pete. Like, oh, here's Fallout Boy. And they yeah, would... and that's that was part of their fucking plan the entire time. Yeah. Pete Wentz was just like, just put me up there, and fucking everyone will explode. It's yeah. fucking great, yeah. and then we'll get huge, like and then every, we'll have millions of dollars. The like the album covers, Pete was front. Not making fun of the bass player here again, but Pete was front, and then they were like, "Patrick, go back there," <laughs> like, 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 and that's and it worked for them. And Get then, your fucking sideburns out of here, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, but Patrick is fucking I'm awesome. Sideburns, Patrick. <laughs> I, I do too, but now, but now he's just like, I'm a hot boy now. I have, I don't wear that fucking fedora anymore. And he lost Damn. a lot of weight. Yeah, he did. healthy. Fucking people get healthy on us, ruining it. Speak of the opposite, Bowling for Soup. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Whoa, I love Jarrett Reddick. So. <laughs> this is that's just what happened, you know. <laughs> there are plenty of times where I'm up on fucking stage and I'm just thinking, like, man, I'm just not cut out to like move ever at all. <laughs> I should just play guitar and stand here, but yeah. that would be boring, so I can't do that. So well, I have to move, and I'm like, wow, this sucks. The only time I've ever seen you live, you had that luxury you didn't have to move because you had no stage. <laughs> so yeah, that's fair. It, it worked out for you. Um, but the only the only thing with that one, too, is that it was fucking, the sound that night wasn't great, so it was hard to really make out the lyrics. Right. So I was able to hear, for both bands, I was able to hear the tempo and the way, the, the like, the style of the music, but I got no vocals on anything. And your vo- like your mic wasn't even on. Yeah, your mic was fucking dead. It was, like, aw. I was, like, I was literally, I mean, it was, like, it was, it was hilarious can't. to have, mo- like, not talking really mad shit on Goodfellas at all. 
but it was fun to like be on the stage and see the monitors be like oh shit monitors are like a luxury this is pretty neat yeah and then to sing and then not fucking hear anything through yeah. the monitors I'm well like, oh, that okay. night the person who was running the board was still in a learning process yeah so like and i get it like i said the very next show the guy who normally runs it was there and it was like a completely different venue yeah like so, i said yeah. the, like i'm not talking shit on like good yeah, yeah. or anything it's just that was confusing at first and yeah then, but you there have been plenty of shows where we've shown up and they're like, all right, here's your PA. It's one speaker yeah. and one microphone. And it, the microphone cord has like a three foot length. Yeah. And you can't move from this spot. You mm-hmm. are also br- behind the PA. And it's like, there's okay. There's one outlet. Yeah, there's one outlet. You use it. <laughs> it's like, all right, you are, you are positioned. Where's the microphone going? And they're like, right here. And it's right behind the fucking PA speaker. I'm like, oh, so I'm staring into <laughs> the back of a speaker the entire time. And they're like, yes. And it's like, okay. Cool. Sure. I'll do that. So what was um, some of your inspiration for some of your songs on, on the album? Like, what? Because obviously it's sad white boy music. Yeah, yeah. honestly, modern baseball. Yeah, modern baseball was, big, was, a, yeah. was a big one. Um, Real Friends was a big one, too. Especially, like, some of the parts in Like Better Now. Uh, I won't say, like, that we stole from them or whatever. But it's just, like, there was a lot of parts where I, like, listened to it and went, like, yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. fucking dope. I like, can, like, I like work like around the, that. The break, like, I don't want to, I don't want to call it around, like, I'm not a music guy, I just, like, listen to it, but, like, the kind of, like, the breakdown, like, dead end, and it kind of, like, it stops for a second, and then it gets picked back up again. Like, oh, yeah, that, that chorus thing, that was just, like, one of the, I don't remember who started. Like, that was, such, that was like, that was, like, 2005. Like, that whole, like, it, the, the whole album sounded like 2005, and I loved it. Like, it, like I said, it brought me back. Yeah, but that's, then we're doing our job correctly. Oh, goodbye, the lid. Am I, she going to come down and be like, you fucking put something on the floor, I told you not to. <laughs> you just made that. Um, huh? You just made that, though. Yeah. You just kobe that right into the bin. Yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. The camera can't see it. Don't talk yeah. about it. Anything could have happened. Yeah. Uh, I guess other than that, like per, my personal inspiration is Knuckle, Knuckle Puck. Puck. I was, yeah. I've wanted to be this band uh, from Chicago called Knuckle Puck. Yeah. And there, there's just so many times where we would listen to like their album Copacetic and be like, man, why the fuck didn't we write this song? <laughs> yeah. Do you have yeah. any Do you have any songs that mean a lot to you guys as a band? Like, it, yeah. Uh, I guess personally, wander one because they let me write the entire. Yeah, thing. he wrote the. the so no, we didn't let you write the whole thing. They let me do the entire thing. No, they, no. they didn't change without 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 changing, without changing anything. That's true. So you wrote the lyrics, everything. Yeah, I got he to wrote write all anything, of it. and I was dealing with a breakup, and like that, like that, that helped deal with that yeah. breakup. Yeah, he he basically <clears> went. Hey, I'm writing this song. It's called Wander. I'm like, all right, cool. Can you send me? Yeah, he goes, Wander was no. Was that the, that was the one we did in one day, wasn't it? No. no. That... Like nicotine was one that went. That... Like, uh, I don't. I I think you're thinking of a different song. It's a song that's not out yet. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> so it, what you have out now is like an EP, and you're yeah. working on a full album. Yes. That is that is the Harley, idea. I would like for we us don't to know what do we a full do. album. I would like, like it's money. It all comes down to that if we have the cash to be able yeah. to put out a full album at one time. But we are writing. Put we are at least trying to write a like. Yeah. We right now we have work. this. We have uh-huh. like the beginning roots of enough things basically to have a full length in the near not near future but coming up. Um, but money aside, like it's maybe tough. two EPs eventually, or just yeah. how, how yeah. Like goes. if it has to be broken up, it'll be broken up. But yeah. it, it would it would be very nice to just and do it for like enough yeah. or like yeah. I don't like, there's like six or seven. There's there's about eight songs, yeah. but I think and I think awesome. six of them are complete, but only like three of them have lyrics. So that I gotta pick yeah. up on that one. No, here's a, a pretty interesting thing about you guys, especially your ages and stuff. A lot of bands they go the cover route first, the cover band route first, so they can go and make 
you know, a couple bucks right. at a show. Because it's a lot easier to get booked as a cover band than it is an original band. But it's a lot harder <clears throat> to rebrand after that, in my opinion. Yeah, like, that, that's just me. Yeah, I would agree. Um, was that ever a thought, to, to do covers? Mm, my ten year, like I was telling you last time, is this Thursday mm-hmm. of being in bands. I've never played in a cover band once. Yeah. My dad, my dad would always sit there and go, "Hey, same. Just, <laughs> just play a bunch of covers, yeah. get some fucking money, and do that." And I'd be like, "Again, it's just if we if we do so many shows as a cover band, it's hard to change back. It, it would be yeah. hard to just like fuck to just go, hey." Here's some original music, and they're like, "All right, are you playing fucking Led Zeppelin anymore? Yeah. Or if because if you're not, I'm fucking out." Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, like I don't. We said <laughs> last time, like I have respect for those dudes that do oh, it, yeah. but I could never see myself yeah. doing it. The band that's kind of toting the line right now that I think they should do more of the originals because from what I heard of the originals, they're pretty good. And they they bring back my high school era is Apollo. 88. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. Apollo eighty eight. Yeah. I think it's like I never yeah. even. I never heard about my originals it. yet. They haven't Apollo. put them out yet. Yeah, they have two. I, I'm pretty. Two or three didn't now. they play one at our show? They played Maggie? a new one at the. No, oh, not bad. Apollo eighty eight. Apollo eighty eight has two did now. Their old one, and then they did a new one. There. Yeah, <laughs> they did one that they said used to be just an instrument, an instrumental, yes. and mm-hmm. they added lyrics to it. I liked it. I liked their. I think they did. I think I've heard two or three of their originals. I enjoyed them. And their originals fit into their covers, so it wasn't like it, not like it was a complete culture shock of what yeah. they're because they right. it sounded a lot like Blink, and they did they, and they play four or five Blink songs in their set, which is mm-hmm. awesome for me because I love Blink One Eight Two. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's kind of a cool thing that I like about you know both bands you know that that you guys are a part of, but more or less like you guys are gonna do your originals and and, yeah. and they're good, they're good right. originals. Yeah, and plus I feel like uh, like I I don't feel a need to play covers because I feel like we wear our influences on our sleeve a lot yeah so we, right? yeah and you can just hear it like your yeah. brother was saying modern baseball that is definitely an influence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they're definitely influences i'm like, not sure where the comparison comes to besides yeah. the lyrics but yeah. they're they're definitely influences so he's writing that yeah, yeah. yeah. like our sound yeah yeah, I have to go back and listen to them, and then I'll, I'll be like... Yeah. I just never played covers. Yeah. I don't have, like, an extensive catalog of covers in my mind. I know every System of a like, Down song. Uh, <laughs> you really? So if we need, if you ever need a System of a Down like, cover band guitarist, hit me up. Because I know I'll a good bit, shit. but it's just... The moment I started playing, I started just writing songs. That was... Yeah. I, I, kinda, I respect it a lot, too. Like, like I said, I love cover bands. I'll go see them all the time. I love I love all music. But, like, even with, like, the podcasts, when I when they're, like, starting to, like, yo, how, how are your views doing? I'm like, they're all right. Um, I'm very grateful, uh, gracious in the uh, route I take where I, I, I do guests. So most of the views I get is really based on how the guest promotes and if they're saying, hey, I was on this thing. Right. Because if I'm just like, hey, my people, well, like I have a group of people that listen to anything, but it mostly comes down to the guests. And then hopefully I do a good enough job or radiate enough that the guests people go, I'll go check out a different band's thing. Mm. And I got really lucky with the... Uh, we were kind of banking this month on the Andrew Hubachek interview, and it was it's hard to get in communication with him because he's like, no social media, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like promotion wise, like I don't have that where I can tag him and the people go Andrew Hubachek, oh let's go check it out. But we didn't really have a date set for him either, so I was at a point where I was like, I can't book people because I'm waiting on to find out the date for him. And then he failed the last week of the month, and then I just reached out like. What bands want to come on the show? And then I just got hit. So now I'm booked to like June with bands. Yeah, because band, because bands are 
itching for content. That's yeah. the idea. So they're just like, holy fucking interview yeah. that I don't have to pay money for, that yeah. it isn't sent to me from some fucking dude from Stencil Magazine yeah. on, <laughs> in my email saying, hey, if you pay $60 for a full page of fucking yeah. advertisement. Yeah. But it's just like, hey, start you know, a come band. on the show. You, yeah. get, you get a band email, you get so many solicitations. Really? Yeah. Dumb You'll stuff. get a place in a magazine that people don't read. Yeah. yeah. Would you and like to so, play this <clears throat> festival where you have to pay $200 placement in the middle of nowhere, New York? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you if you're saying like what bands want to come on here, they're like fuck yes, absolutely get me on there. Yeah. I will drive the four hours to get yeah. there. Well, the, the my 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 theory to this is you know I, I obviously when I was talking about doing a podcast, I, I consider myself a very personal person. I and I like meeting people and talking to people. And I think once someone once you talk to someone and you get to really experience someone who they are as a person and you find out who they are, you're like oh I I either don't like or like this person. So when I started doing the podcast. My two major influences, how you were saying, band-wise, were, were Howard Stern and then Joe Rogan. Right. I think they're amazing in- interviewers. Like, people can like, oh, Howard Stern's this, this, and this, but if he sits down with a guest, his interviews are amazing. Now, the difference between a Joe Rogan and a Howard Stern is they can Google everyone they interview and find all the questions that they want to ask and find out questions right. they were asked before. I'm doing local people. Yeah, so how do you fucking research that shit without so, I'm just knowing I'm just, them? I'm just banking on just... You know, conversation building and just having. Yeah. If I can go back and change, it wouldn't be interviews every day. People would probably be conversations. <laughs> but I can't rebrand now. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, it's too late. You're, you're I, in it for the fucking long. I already now. made T-shirts. I'm not going back. But uh, but yeah. yeah so, so did we. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's just it, it's it's fun. But the cool thing with having guests and have people come on is uh, my my theory is even if it's a business owner or if you're if you're a painter or an artist or a prof- professional wrestler or anything. I feel if someone listens to an interview and, and listens to the person and they get to hear their story, where they came from, what type of person they are, um, it, they're like, man, I really like them as a person. I will go support them more now be, and they're what they're doing because I've made that connection. Yeah, that like, makes sense. Yeah, like there are certain celebrities where I'm like, I can't stand that person. Because I listen to, I read gossip magazines. And on a smaller scale, we live in School County. All of us probably have that one person in our life. We are not the hero in their story. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and But people eat, hold on to grudges. You know what I mean? And if someone realizes, oh, they're not that same person anymore. They've matured or grown up. They're like, oh, okay. And then you can change that locally. But it's just it's a cool experience just to meet people and, and get that. So it's I'm having a good time doing the bands. Yeah. And it's it's a different, like my first couple of ones, I'm like, man, I have five people at one time. This is <laughs> strange, but yeah. it's, it's a, All it's the bands a, are super different too. So yeah, very, very part. different. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun. So I, I want to thank you guys for doing it. So this is fun, good, good stuff. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so, you know, doing doing the uh, the band thing, um, what are some of the, like, what are some of your goals now? Usually you're obviously trying to make some money so you can get more stuff recorded. Now on the flip side, you were saying for Look Alive, you guys pretty much do all your own recording. Is that something you guys do with this band too? No. So you're looking for studio time and stuff yeah. like that? Basically, no. yeah, we would look to do that. I always really wanted to get into doing it, but it, yeah. it's another money problem. Yeah. It's like I'm going to school and this can't buy like a nice fancy computer to do stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then the learning, having to actually be able to do it, just pay someone who actually already yeah. has the skills. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot do of, it nice. There's a lot of like learning that happens doing you have to be doing it yeah. a lot to yeah. figure yeah. it out. And John, John will tell you it's very easy and tell you it's very, well, not very easy, but it's just that, like, you can build a studio for cheap. Like, you can do your own recordings and whatnot. But it's still just the time to take to learn. And if you're not really that interested, then you're not going to fucking learn. Yeah. So it's just like. Yeah, if you go back and watch my first interview and then watch the new one, it's like, 
drastically different. Because <laughs> you grow. You, yeah. you, you, yeah. Every but, time you do it, you learn something new. That you're yeah. like, oh, maybe I should do this. Move the mic just a little bit more. But yeah. I definitely feel like a strength in this band is that we have Liam, who's really good at video hey. editing. Yeah. yeah He's crazy good at video editing. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it is insane. Now I feel like I'm putting on a pedestal. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks. If you need video or photography things, then Liam. Yeah. Him yeah. A he, does, he, he, does he took a lot of really good uh, photos at the Faith Show. Thank you. Really good stuff. There's, and, and I'm not saying there's it's oversaturated with photographers in the area, but we do have a lot of talented, uh, like up and coming photographers. You know? Oh yeah. And then we have a really good professional photographers as well. One of my first photography interviews I did was with uh, Michael Ban. He does the Retro Lovely magazine. Oh yeah. They're fucking awesome. They're really good magazines. <laughs> I feel like this good. area has like a lot of really good just artists in general. And like, no there's one knows a, about them. There's a lot of people who are actually really good at like playing guitar or drawing or singing <laughs> or just. A lot, a, anyone have a talent, but there's not an outreach here of things that you can really do to showcase those skills. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot hence, of avenues. Hence why I started this as well. Well, yeah, but <laughs> okay. there's also the the fact that like I guess the target the demographic of this area is like if I were to put an age on it, like maybe like thirty five and up, and the that might even the, and the, the arts fest is going to be good, <laughs> I think. But, the revitalization uh, project is trying to do things. <laughs> but the whole thing is that like a lot of the people are thirty five and up. That might even be a little bit generous, and most of us live on fucking Facebook or Twitter or yeah. Instagram a lot of the time. So to get like that outreach, that marketing, so that you can hit the demographic that will like that's kind of a problem for us. Like, um, there's not like there's a bunch there's enough people here that listen to us and like us, but we've probably reached about the point that we're going to get in Pottsville. Whereas like a band like as like Look Alive is a lot more palatable, mm-hmm. not and that's not even taken away from them because they're fucking amazing mm-hmm. and I'm not just saying that because two of our band members are in it. <laughs> like how you said how we're like the sad emo music that you did yeah. when you were in high school, but like if you look at our like take your parents for example or someone they would probably much rather listen to something like Look, look Alive, Alive where it's more like a groove like yep. rock something like that. I, I would agree. The way I found out about your band was through Eddie Collins. Right. So during the Eddie Collins interview, I said, what are some bands that are on your radar that you really enjoy that's locally that we can get out there? And even I could hear about, and I could do the same. And the, one of the first, I think it was the first one he said, was you guys. Yeah. But we he, love Eddie. Yeah. We love you, Eddie. He's a good yeah. friend. He's covered for us, too. Yeah. On stage. Mm-hmm. So this very, guy. Yeah, very good. So he was he was very, he, he put me on to you guys, and then I listened to it, and I was like, holy shit. And I didn't listen to the Spotify or anything yet, because I always try to do the live. So I went to the Goodfellas show, and I was like, oh, man, I wish I could have heard more of the vocals. And then I went and did the Spotify, and I was like, I mean, I, heard, I heard like three songs, and I was all over social media, like, <laughs> everyone listen to this, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, give it a, sh- like, it, it was, it was, you guys have a, a good sound, but like, I, 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 it is very good that you're aware that your sound isn't, you have a demographic. Yeah, yeah. and the, that's something that, like, a lot of the problems that, like, most bands face is just trying to find their audience or yeah. trying to find like their market because if you don't because if you don't have like that you're marketing what's the term market uh i don't know what you're you don't to know say what i'm here. trying to say like your market value yeah like like you see how much of a worth you are to your audience yeah. uh shit like that and if they don't if you're not aware of that then you can't work off of it yeah so if you can't find that dedicated fan base if you can't find that people that are genuinely interested and want to come back and are hungry for more and that's all based off of even like engagement and things uh-huh. like that 
But like you're saying, it is just the the stepping point. Yeah. Trying to now, I think what the what what definitely you you like both bands have a very uphill climb to do is people, especially in our area, they will go see the cover band first because they can sing along, they can yeah. dance, they can have a good time. Um, one of the big things for me is especially like that type of music. I wish I can he- like have like a lyric like the old school lyric sheets like where you can go on to see the lyrics. So right. just maybe in the, like a thing if you want if you ever do like on a Facebook thing like do lyric a, a lyric video thing. that you don't even have lyric to visit shoot it. The brand new yeah. thing. But like just lyric- hand out lyric sheets before the concert yeah. or like brand new day. Like, yeah. like a YouTube uh, lyric sheet like a, like a lyric um, video. video. Yeah, like they're they're cool. Like I think that'd be. Uh, I love singing along. You too. <laughs> yeah, I I because I think especially with like. The break, like you're talking about the breakup song and stuff like that. Like high school for me, obviously, you know, when you get your first heart, your first time you get that heartbreak, <laughs> that's a that's a big thing, especially the old like when um, you make her old, like, <laughs> you know, it's like the old like forties video. Yeah. Remember listening to like from first to last mm-hmm. to Emily on the, the band who was my breakup video, like my breakup band that I gravitated to, and they're still one of my favorite bands of all time in high school was Gym Class Heroes. I, I saw Jim Class here as well. I've never seen, seen I met Travis McCoy. He's he on really? a dirt bike when I met him. <laughs> He's probably the coolest dude ever. No? I met him. No, he oh. was awesome. No, it was like, what was that? 2008. That was the year Katy Perry was there. I met Katy Perry. He was they, dating Katy. they were still dating at yeah. that time. And yeah. He, I, I like, minus the drug addiction, because I never had a drug addiction. That's not wood, but. Um, <laughs> I hope I don't. Hope. But a lot of his lyrics, like, his lyrics are like, I felt like, holy shit, like, I love gym class here. Like, you ever well. have made a, like, a band where you're just like, man, I feel like they watched my life and wrote a song? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of gym class heroes was like that for me. I was What's like, your favorite song? Oh, my God. I like... <laughs> Name a few. I, I like Viva La <laughs> White Girl. We're interviewing you I like, I like Viva La White Girl. Interviews. Right. Which is clearly about cocaine, but I just yeah, really like it. Anthony. Um, uh, Faces in the Hall, where it's a story... It's like a hip-hop story where, mm. you know, the kid... Um, uh, two kids are dating... Like, a guy and a girl are dating... The guy's actually secretly gay, but he doesn't tell anybody. The girl is a, a struggling musician. She wants to be like her father who died of heroin. They both go to the same high school party. Which I guess this is a true story. The gay kid, they, fi- they find out he's gay because he comes out. They, take him, they invite him to a party, trick him to get there, beat the shit out of him, and actually beat him to death. And then while his girlfriend is at the party, a girl who doesn't like her gets her hooked on heroin that night. They, and then the night, the day of the funeral... The girl who was addicted to uh, the girl who was addicted to heroin dies in the car crash, leaving the funeral. Wow. It's, like, it's like a crazy high school anything can happen type story, oh, and Jim Class Heroes turned it into a, like a poetic song, like and then Taxi Cab Driver, where they every lyric is a mm. band name. Mm. I just I, I'm a huge Jim Class. <laughs> I love guy. the first album. Queen and I is probably my favorite. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yep. Queen and I. Is, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love their funky rap stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I love Jim Class Heroes. I want to see them live. They they when he came back, um, they did Offspring, them and Three Eleven, mm-hmm. and I couldn't go, and I was really bummed. Yeah, I like that. I have a reverse interview question. Like <laughs> um, if you ever want to do your own interview, we'll yeah, interview. yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll come back and we'll all sit on this side. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was that's actually something In where the like. Seat. Where we kind of like, I always say too, like when I do certain interviews, I kind of got yelled at during one by a comment where they said, oh, you, I talk too much. But the girl who was telling her story was telling really deep shit. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm not going to let her be the only one putting herself out there. So I told some stuff that I never talked about on camera before either. Like, because I don't right. want, I don't want the person who's doing it be like, well, you're not. Putting you got to make that connection. Yeah, makes gotta, it easier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
it's more of a comfortability thing. Like, I'm not going to open myself up if you've never done it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Right. So I like to interject a little bit and put some stuff in there, too. Cause, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> this yeah. is the point of an interview. Yeah. So. And, and obviously, if my family... The only reason, it's, the only reason that we don't see me. it is because they edit that shit out eventually. But, like, that kind of defeats the purpose of and this. It actually reminded me what I wanted to bring up. So I, I can relate to you guys by being an original and doing what you're passionate about and not changing for anybody and just doing your thing and not doing the cover route. I get told all the time, your interviews are too long. I'm not watching a two-hour interview. It's not then you don't have to fucking watch it. You're not, it's not made for you. Um, or some people watch them in segments. I hate when you go on social media or you go on YouTube and they find a really interesting person and then they determine what I thought was the most important part and they chop it up, a two-hour interview, into 15 minutes or 10 minutes or six minutes. It just It's like it defeats the whole purpose. Like You could, like that you could have made more of a connection with the audience if you're engaging enough and you can make your audience listen or care about what you're talking about, they'll stick around for the two hours. Because if you're really, I have a lot of people who listen that said, Yo, I literally listened to your podcast for two hours and had no idea two hours passed by. Like it just went by really quick because it was, was engaging. Some good fucking There's people who yeah. like to just listen to podcasts and they'll play it in the car or something like yes. that. It's not yeah. just people, you don't need to sit down at your computer and watch it happen for two See, hours. See, that, that's the problem that I had when I would start like listening to podcasts because I was just like, all right, here's nothing and i'm just sitting here listening i'm not playing any video games i'm not i'm just listening to it and fucking wow three minutes have gone by yep. man i can't fucking believe this this is boring as shit i don't know like over the years i've like like i, I like a good speaker yeah like i can listen to someone talk for hours yeah if they're oh, really yeah. good yeah oh, i like yeah. i watch like... joe rogan all the time i've watched a lot of your episodes Thank don't you, worry yeah. i'm a fan what what was some of your favorite ones so far? The Eddie Collins one and his dad. I love so, his dad. His dad's awesome. So every time I get to oh, hear yeah, a story from his dad on this, yeah. cool. I've yeah, talked to his around. dad many times over my years, and I just he always has a new story. And we wrapped up, and he's like, "We could do this again sometime." Cause I have more. Oh, he's got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Ed, uh, super talented. Eddie too. I mean, yeah. Eddie's got plenty. I always think it's funny because like. Eddie Senior worked with my dad at Lowe's, mm -hmm. so, and I think Eddie Senior still at Lowe's. I'm not yes. sure, yes. but uh, he worked with my dad at Lowe's, and they like sort of vaguely knew each other and would like talk. And I remember like meeting him for the first time. I'm like, "Hey, you worked with my dad?" And he's like, "Hey, cool, all right." <laughs> um, and that, and then like every nice. time I've seen him since, it's just like I, like seeing Japan Four, and then Eddie Senior comes up. I go, "Hey, how are you doing, sir?" And he's like, "I'm fine. That's." What the fuck? What? <laughs> he's like, who, who are the, you? Stop he's talking like, to me. like, you can see he's still being nice and he's still going, yeah, hey, what's up? How are you doing, buddy? And But he's still like, who the fuck are you? I don't know who you he are. Meets, <laughs> he meets so many people. Yeah. He, he does. And he, I honestly, I always encourage people to follow him on social media because just his posts every day where he just like, hey, in this day and time in the history, or <laughs> if you want to see a really good band or learn a little bit about some local music or some type of music related thing. He has like these cool little like small little stories he puts in his social media. I'm like, that's how social media that's should awesome. be. And they're the stuff that people are like, oh, that's stupid. We have this opposite dude yeah. that we worked with. That fucking oh, no. he's he he does he does the same thing, but he's like way worse about it because he's like, yeah, I'm a rock star. He's pretentious he's, about it. Eddie's dead. No. And pretentious about it. No, I know Eddie. I know Eddie. <laughs> that's why I'm saying he's he's like he's, the anti that Eddie guy Senior. Sucks. But <laughs> I, he's, he, I think I even rather watch a pretentious guy put some type of knowledge out yeah. than like. Talk about how you went to the gym or how he, you no, he puts out today. knowledge and then the end the last he, he's, like, he's basically three like he's he, him bragging about yeah because he's really just because he's just like hey uh, today I was sitting in the car and I was listening 
and you'd think that I'm a metalhead because I listen to Motley Crue and, uh, like, Wasp and shit like that. But uh, today, some fucking Frank Sinatra came on, and I was singing along, and I felt like I had to, like, chop my tongue out because it's mm-hmm. not metal like real, Iron um, Maiden. Yeah, yeah. I'm a real rock and roll musician. And <laughs> Eddie's, it's just like, Eddie's dad is up. great because Eddie's dad is just an all-around music lover. I just like Eddie, just yeah. like us. I'm the same way. I can listen to everything. Absolutely. I can literally go from Frank Sinatra to metal. Man, to we had a hoe down in country in Kevin's country, attic last country, the other night. Country's tough for me. We were <laughs> blasting country. Shut up. Kane was snapping and singing. We have this plan night. that's going that if we ever get a van and we're traveling, we're gonna have an hour dedicated to each type of genre of music. We have a playlist called Boom Hour. That's, that's all country. Like a country we hour. Country all the time. We're gonna do a gospel hour. We're gonna do like all musicals. It's we're hitting I it love all. music. There's some gospel out there that you wouldn't know you're listening to gospel. Amazing. No, it's, it's fucking great. It's it's nuts. Like R and B gospel. There's some crazy stuff out there that you're like. Did they just trick me into listening to God? My The thing that I like really don't like the most is when, if you are like this, no offense, but I hate the most when people go like, I'll listen to all music except rap and country. Like, fuck you. Come on. <laughs> just listen Just listen to it. It's fine. There's so, at least so country, one you'll like, in my yeah. opinion. So There's, country for me, I think what turns me off. Do you like country, Johnny Cash? I do. Do you like yeah. some extent of country then? I do, I do like, I do yeah. like some country. Um, but the problem for country to me is everybody likes Johnny Cash. <laughs> um, I don't like when they all try to sound the same. Oh, that's no. that's modern country. That See, sucks. I don't like, yeah, I that... don't like pop country. Like I'm not putting in like mm. Kenny Chesney or like Toby Keith. Toby Keith. Yeah, unless or, it's uh, Red Solo Cup. So, unless it's Red Solo Cup. <laughs> that's it. I like um, who's the guy that sings broke broke about broken halos or whatever. Oh, is that? He he could be a rock guy. Like you could literally put him in a band. His his song is so it's like Keith a, Urban. No, I forget his name. And then Zach Brown. Zach Brown's fucking amazing. Yeah, Zach, Zach Brown's Brown, the Brown. Zach Brown's yeah, the last Chris good. Stapleton. I was about to Chris say. Stapleton. I love Chris Stapleton. Chris like Chris Stapleton has he, he has his own style voice. Yeah, Zach Brown and Chris Stapleton are like the last two fucking like mainstream country like actual country, country artists. Yeah. Like yeah, my, my, that's the, that's the problem though. Yeah. Everything like the mainstream, like I say, you gotta all put the that time. twang on it. Like, be yourself. Yeah. Zach Brown was a cow in Little Dicky's music video. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> but the music yes. industry is just like the top five genres are just some variation of hip hop or rap. So yeah, that's why. And then like pop country is yep. there too. They're yeah. still big on yeah, because Nashville's very fucking yeah. afraid that there they, is they, a, they'll fall behind pop music. There is a ton of awesome like outlaw country artists, dudes that are doing music like. Like uh, Willie Nelson did and Johnny Cash and Hank Will- Williams Jr. and dudes like that, but you don't really hear from them. I mean, I, they're on Coulter Spotify. That Coulter Wall is amazing. I will back Wall and listen to old, new Johnny Cash. Old, old Hank Williams Jr. I he, Hank Jr. He, he says some uh, controversial Oh, yeah, he's so, very, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, so did, so did fucking, uh, I remember him telling me, because my dad grew me up listening <laughs> David to David Allen Coe, <laughs> and David Allen Coe released a whole album with like the fucking n-word all over it and i thought like wow that's weird yeah. that's kind of and my dad Absolutely. went like yeah it was the south that's kind of how it fucking was and i'm like yeah i get that but that's still weird mm. and then i read up on it and it's just like oh david allen co is kind of like fucking around and he's just like yeah he was making fun he like he was going satirical and like going overboard with it of making fun of rap con- music no the, or the, the- well, well david allen co this was like the 70s so yeah but uh he made this album in response to like how glorified a lot of country is, but here's like a lot of the bad shit about yeah. it, like the racism. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone, he kind of played it a little too straight faced 
and everyone went, hey, you're fucking racist now. And he's like, no, I swear to God, I'm not. And everyone's like, I don't believe you. So then it collapsed. So many good songs. Songs about bears on coke, dancing in cages. Songs about ladies that live in church bell towers. Songs about quit your job. Yeah. One of my favorite hippie songs of all time is the fuck is Eric Burden's Spill of Wine. It's such a strange song, but I can jam out to it all day long. It's one of my favorites, but uh, every time I hear, I hear it, I think I remember the Titans when sunshine's pulling up to practice. And I was once, I was strolling one very hot summer's day. Like, the guy doesn't even sing; he just talks the whole thing. It's like I love it. Um, Today I learned there's a song by Johnny Cash called "Everybody Loves a Nut," so that was cool. My favorite Cash song is "Boy Named Sue." That is a very good song. I like. I like listening to it last night. I like storytelling. I like storytelling. I like when lyrics have substance to them. When they when there's something to it. Even if you're telling a bullshit story, tell a story. Like I love old hip hop, like old school hip hop, because it had they were storytellers. My favorite genre of music, probably next to hardcore. (laughs) And a lot of the newer stuff, they don't do that. They're just saying they're just cookie cutters, like country, like country and rap are so similar, and Mm -hmm. each one of the genres hate the other genre. But you have every every country guy who tries to, tries to sound like the same exact country guy, and then you have well, yeah, every because rapper it makes who tries to sound like the same rapper. Like want to make money, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, then you the, have those guys like Kendrick Lamar, and, and the industry doesn't and, want to take a chance on anything that sounds different anymore. Yep, you have guys like Kendrick Lamar and and J Cole who are like not doing that, doing my own thing, and then they they shine. Yeah, yeah. I forget who did an interview on it, but they talked about like the music industry, how like back in the day, it was like brand new like in the 60s when it blew up and got really big and record companies were pushing out millions of records and stuff everyone was just taking a chance and like signing whoever and that's mm-hmm. why it's such a large variety of like disco and classic rock and pop yep. and country and then they all started hiring like all the people that were in those bands and they just apparently they just kept to that music and i mean that's changed over the decades but yeah you yeah. see the same three genres in the top anymore. Yeah. So, so it doesn't matter. And then if someone gets, if someone actually is different and they sound different, and but they're not in the same style, like they're in that style, but they don't fit the mold, and people are like they suck. I hate yeah. them. Yeah, you like, find your niche market, but like yeah. you're not getting pushed like, I, in the mainstream. I always get shit on for liking Malcolmore. Yeah, I like Malcolmore. I think his storytelling is oh, good. Yeah. Well, there's I, mainstream artists. I yeah, love I like I like his message. I don't. I don't Jordan think and I have seen Bruno Mars. Yeah. <laughs> I love Bruno, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. <laughs> I can literally listen to him from cover to, from song from yeah. beginning to end and All not have to skip. Yeah. yeah, and never have to skip an out a song. Like his first album, like I can go through the whole thing and not skip a song. Yeah. One of my favorite bands is like the Ultimate White People Band. I love the Killers. The yeah, I'm obsessed with the Killers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, talking to the Moon, one of my favorite Bruno songs. Ooh. Yeah, it's a good song. Perm. Perm, Perm is the fucking Perm is my favorite bullshit. on that album. That's it, my Perm's shit. The best song. <laughs> it's a Perm in there. I was just singing it. <laughs> good stuff. That's why I just fucking dude it into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much uh, have you ever thought of maybe incorporate like how you guys are big video game guys or like nerdy? Like, have you ever tried to incorporate some of that in your music ever? Mm, per- me personally, no. Yeah. Not not quite. Yeah, like, as far as like songs about video games or whatever, no. I know we like back when we were trying to like figure out content, we released a MIDI of like one of our old songs on the first EP of Strength and Allies, like in a fucking eight bit fashion. But that was it. Yeah. That's about as far as it goes. Not really. I'm a fan of like fucking writing songs about like shit that might not have happened to me, but I'm not a fan of just going like, hey, here's a song about. 
Fallout or something like that. Like I'm not. Yeah. What are some topics that you guys covered? Is there your, some of your songs? You have breakup. I was gonna say there's like one, and you just named it. I think for the most part, <laughs> most of them are breakup songs. Like um, heartbreak and the way it was supposed to go is that when we were Strength and Allies, we released when we were like all 18 or 17 or so. All five songs on that EP uh, were mostly about breakup or some sort of just like I don't know, like sadness, I guess. So when we were going to release a sense of, like, when we were writing a sense of awareness, it was originally going to be called Better Now. Like, and it was just basically going to be, like, the opposite. Be like the sister album, kind of. Yeah. Like, like you went to the breakup, now you're on the other side. Of yeah, it. so now it's just like, all right, now I've grown, learned some shit, whatever. Uh, how am I feeling now after all of these? So, mm-hmm. like, each song on uh, a sense of awareness actually lines up to five songs on an EP that doesn't fucking matter anymore. Mm-hmm. But that's whatever, because it's still kind of fulfilled the niche. Yeah. Because a lot of the songs on a sense of awareness aren't, they're a little sadder, but they're not. I feel like they, uh, like, I, I especially like the ones where I contributed yeah. to the, contributed to the lyrics. Yeah. Like I always tried to make it. Yeah. Like more up, up more. I tried to at least turn it around. Yeah. yeah uplifting yeah. that. Like, like that's why I like, like the our opener opening song, it's a drop. Not drop. Don't just stand there. Don't just stand there. It's about being uh, having anxiety for playing shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was just because we would Stage always. Stage fright. Yeah, when we would play like our first shows, we would be standing there and going, "Hey, we're Strength and Allies. What's up? Uh, here's some songs. We hope you like them so much that you'll like fucking punch people around you or whatever, so that you like get into it. <laughs> and then there would just be people just going. We've had some the entire shows. time. We've so. had some bad shows, like worse than uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, like we've had some. Goodfellas really wasn't bad even that shows. bad. I know, really. It wasn't a terrible show. No, Goodfellas was a great I, show. I've, I've looked I, out I think... into an empty room to the door you come in <laughs> through, yeah. just looking out to no one. <laughs> I, I think Having I think practice. given the circumstances that night, I thought I thought every I thought everyone did a good job. Yeah, no, that show was good, it, but we've definitely had some fucking snakers yeah, of shows. <laughs> I mean, I think every band has gone through something like yeah. that. You but know? the thing is to just keep going. Yeah, yeah. and. Shake it off. We did the, that. The coolest thing I, I, that I look forward to, especially with your band and hearing more music, um, is is I like, especially when, like, going back to how I said your band brings me back to a time where I felt like I was, you know, fresh out of high school or gone through some stuff again. And it brings me back to that. It kind of grounds me. But the cool thing is I can't wait to see you guys progress. Like, if, if, if and I'm not giving advice because you guys do your own thing, but, like, right. Bands like Blink One and Two are bands like you know those bands. You can see how they've grown with their music. Like they're not making fart dick jokes, or they still are, but they're hiding it. They, yeah, they have fucking <laughs> what was it? Uh, we built this pool on California where yeah. it's about like fucking each other or whatever. Yeah, so like, they, they still they dudes. still do that, but I mean like they went from like what's my age again to now like you know she's out of her mind. And, yeah, and, and, and like now they're t- like you could tell like their newest album was like how everyone has like mental health. It's like a mel- it's like a mental health yeah. issue album. You know what I mean? Um, but like you can see how a band grows, they keep their style, but their style does change as well. No, that was a lot of the thing with us that like the hardest song for us, or rather for me personally, was better now because at the time when I like started like the main riff of it, I passed it on to them and went all. I'm in the process of making lyrics. I already have like the hook in my head, sort of, for the most part. 
But then it got to the point where we finished the instrumental for the song, and I'm just sitting there going, how do I fucking put words to this? And the whole song was very ambiguous, and I was trying to, to like, romanticize it, like, a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. So, like, I kind of got, like, wrapped up in my own head about it that I, like, would sit there staring at the fucking computer going, like, I don't know. Is there, well, what's what's the story behind Better Now Unless You? It, it, was just, it was just, like I said, that with, or rather, Hell Austin said as well, it's, like, a sister album to the old EP. Mm-hmm. And the last song on the old EP was just sort of like a resignation of the feel, like just sort of like all these things happened in the other songs and the last song was just like, fuck, all right, well, I guess this is just how it's going to be for a little bit, whatever. Mm -hmm. But better now, I wanted, to, I wanted to be like the inverse of just like I've gone through it, I've thought about it, and we've grown from this point. Mm -hmm. and the problem with shit like that is that it's so ambiguous that it's kind of hard to like put into like any sort of good words mm -hmm. so i spent a lot of time trying to figure out like how to explain this like vaguely abstract feeling mm -hmm. and i just had nothing until like the night before yeah with him oh yeah so before like... we went up to record we were up until about like 4 a.m in my kitchen <laughs> just sitting there just like trying to like Bust lyrics back and forth at each other to see what we like, what fits. We yeah, just... and it worked out because a lot of people keep coming up and going, like you, going like, hey, Better Now is my favorite song. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. surprising. I mean, they are all, I like all of them, but Better Now, for me personally, is because Better Now reminded me, like, I talked a little bit on a, a different on a different show, but, like, I struggled, and I still do with, like, uh, anxiety, depression, right. and then when the depression gets real bad, then the suicidal thoughts creep in. Um, and I remember, like, being younger and falling in love and then the breakup happens and you're like this is fucking over and then you're going through everything else and the change in the hormones and then you're like and if you have suicidal thoughts in your head already it just gets worse and then better now is like that came through to me a little bit and yeah. spoke to me on that level but it's like you know what i'm gonna be okay when it's all said and done well then that works like, because that like, was the point we were trying yeah, to go for like the better whole time. now for me was like i'm still hurting i'm going through it but I'm I'm going to be okay in the long run. Yeah. So that, and that's why I was like I really like better now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Because that that's pretty much like I said that's pretty much how the whole idea behind the song mm -hmm. in the first place. Now, when somebody else in the band like he tells you his story, like do you do you divulge like what the song is about and how you feel and stuff like that? No, I just write. It. I was gonna say that, that. I write that, it. I send it to him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah that, that it kind of depends it. on like how like much of it that we work on mm -hmm. that. Like I can't say shit about Wander because yeah. he wrote a lot Wander. of the songs usually start with a topic too. Like we'll discuss what we want it to like sort of capture beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. And then we might like just say like, "Hey, I got this. Hey, I got this. Hey, I got this," and I'll just shoot it together. And sometimes mm -hmm. there's songs that are like, "This stanza's from this person. This line's from that person." Yeah. This stanza. Well, pretty much what I'm getting at here is, is: Do you ever channel what somebody else was going through, knowing where that lyric came from? with each other as a band as far as like like again with wander because that's the most obvious mm -hmm. the, the the most obvious to me mm -hmm. example um since i didn't go through the same thing i had to still sing it but be about his experiences mm -hmm. and i feel personally i'm biased i feel like i did a pretty good job at doing that or at least trying to convey that just as well as he imagined mm -hmm. it to be mm -hmm. so 
It's that, that we've like, known yeah. each other for so long. Yeah, that, that's another factor. Yeah. We were there for it. I think a lot yeah, of the words we write. If you're buddies, you, yeah. you, you, yeah. you watch with Wander, with Drop the Act. Like, no, it's not right, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's lines there that are from our own experiences, but it goes back to just being buddies forever. Yeah. We were there for those, and we kind of have had similar experiences. Yeah, and I, I think that's another reason why your band resonates with me, especially with, like, I mean, both of them, but this one, because the, the type of music is really right. for me, but you can definitely, like, that's why I was asking if you guys kind of channel that through each other, because you guys are all friends, and I'm sure when one of you were going through something, you guys were all kind of your each other's support system. Right. And that comes through your music. Yeah, and there's a is, lot... Which is awesome as an artist, as a fan, or someone who listens to music and, like, I can't play an instrument to save my life, but I find I can listen to songs and kind of like, oh, I, they, they probably were going through that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, we get that. Uh, but a lot of it, too, is just like some of it is like sometimes he'll pass me a song. There was a song that we started a little while ago. It's one of our newer ones. And he passed me it and it only got he had lyrics about halfway through it. Um, I don't want to ask what song it is, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the first the first song. The first. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Uh, but uh, he had lyrics up to halfway through it, and he had the melody still written out for the rest of it, but no words. And I took those words that he had and kind of swapped them around and recontextualized them, and they it, it comes out as like a, a cohesive thought. But at first, it just kind of like sounds like to random words. Yeah. But then once you put more words with it, you can like, oh, well, here's that. So maybe I can go back here and change this around a little bit so that it still fits the whole thought completely. So the songs that you're talking about that are kind of the prelude songs to the song, the album they have out now on Spotify, right. is that still the stuff that you want to record and put out, or is that out somewhere? We It's already out, but we do want to but take it's under, it's one under, of them. It's under Strength and Allies. So if you, is that on like Spotify? And it's like on that? Spotify. So if, you, if, if I go back and listen to the Strength and Allies first album, that's like the beginning of this. What, of this. Yeah. yeah. Definitely going to go do that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, we are planning on taking one of those songs and bringing it back. But Would you ever just take that album and just rename it? No. As much? Mm -hmm. it stays no. As we we, we thought about it. We thought about it extensively. One song's worth it because really? we've already, one of the two, there's one of the songs on there that we've already recorded twice. We don't ever record it a third time. There's one song that's on full time is on there. And that's and what, that is that we, we all that's what that, we yeah. we all we're, like we're not nice to here. ourselves when we're like that. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot easier to self criticize. Yeah. So we look at we look at full time. and We're like, wow, that song's fucking wet. That was too sad. Yeah, too <laughs> sad. We stopped too playing long. that years ago. That's yeah. never yeah. been played. I think again. we played it like played twice, it, yeah. once or twice. I'll be that guy in the show, like bless. <laughs> and Cody was like, "That's yeah, my he, favorite song, though." Yeah, like, which is surprising because Cody only wrote Cody wrote lyrics to one of them, and he was like fucking ecstatic about it. Cody was the original uh, singer. Okay. Of, a friend of ours. Yeah. Because yeah. we'd we done like projects in the past with him. Yeah. Trying to get something off the ground and then when Strength and Allies happened we had uh, we had a different singer. We had Cody. You were guitars. Guitars. You weren't you know, no, that was Frank Mahusky. I love you, Frank. Yeah, we Frank, if you're Frank, watching this, Frank's our you. best friend. Frank's our weatherman. <laughs> we have a, Cody's our best friend, too. I don't want to make him feel left out. Frank is still in our group chat for the band. Oh, really? That's how much we Frank's involved Frank. in everything. Awesome. Now, I kind of did a little bit of this with Look Alive, and I want to go through this process again. How did you guys all come about meeting? Uh, we all went to the same high school. Mm -hmm. That was a big part of yeah. it, but me and him knew each other for like fucking Austin I knew him, I but I wasn't cool enough to be what in do his you mean? I love Jordan immediately. 
And we told that story about the Metallica tab. He was, he was an older kid, so... I'm the older kid. Yeah, he's, he was he's like 30. So were you a, how, how many grades? I'm a year older. I'm <laughs> the older kid. <laughs> but he was friends with all those but people. But when you're in high school, you so know, 10th graders and 11th graders... Is when someone's a senior so. and you're the, the junior and you're like... That kid can sit in the senior lounge. You didn't go to Pottsville, but we seniors got luxury in Pottsville. Work, um, study, senior lounge. I was a kid who didn't... Like, I didn't care about social status. Like, I just didn't care. Well, neither did I, but... (laughs) They all kind of knew each other pretty well then. Yeah, I knew Liam. Those two were really good buds. Mom! 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 Has this ever happened to you? Never. He's an important man. He's gotta go, man. So, Liam tells me the first time he met me was at Fulton's, but I don't ever remember that. It wasn't... It's the first memory I have. It was with, um... He was in uh, the band he mentioned before, our Battle Our War at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in Fulton's playing guitars because I didn't have enough money to own one. So I'm just sitting there fucking noodling around playing, like, I don't know, System of a Dan. A Dan. S- and System I was the older kid in Fulton's with my whole band. Just yeah, he walked in with out. the whole band. And the, whole b- the other three who fucking did not like me at the time um, because uh, they, just, they would just take the piss out of me for whatever reason. And I was sitting, I stood up. Uh, playing like just testing out like one of the guitars and brett walked in and goes you sure that's not too heavy for you and i thought he was taking the piss out of me so then i just stood there holding it for another like 25 minutes and my arm started to fucking hurt it was a it it was a bc rich like fucking dumb guitar to hold i was being honest i never mean to be I'm like, but, um, that guitar looks stupid. <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't see that, though. You went like, oh, are you sure that isn't too heavy for you? Not, not like heavy oh, as in sound, but as in like holding the fucking guitar. It's because when I used to go in there, I always grabbed that Randy Rhodes guitar <laughs> right away. And I was like, this is dumb, <laughs> but I look awesome. <laughs> At the end of the year in Pottsville, like maybe like the last week, people like we were in band and Liam and Jordan would always bring in like guitars and play. And I would like kind of just hang around. I was like, I, we didn't really know each other that well, but we were in band. So we always had like a class together. And then we took music theory, and we were in that class together. So I was like, hey, if you ever want to jam or something, like, let me know. And I gave them my number. And, the, and then I remember me and Jordan going, like, well, what kind of music do you listen to? He's like, oh, I like the Wonder Years. And we're like, holy fuck. <laughs> we were like, absolutely. All right. And then it was like a Christmas miracle one year. It was just like, I was I was literally just got done eating dinner. And they called me, and they're like, hey, so you want to start a band? And I was like... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so just so people understand why you guys are doing that, um, they're telling me they, they, they're video game players. So when they're playing video against each other and they're on the microphones, they will get really close. When you're telling like a story or someone, you're yeah. like over a mic and how the, well, they, people will experience it. All right, boys, let's get going on this. Like, let's do it well. Huh? Let's go. <laughs> just yeah. emphasize. Honestly, like... And t- just talking to a diff- bunch of different bands and, and finding out where you guys kind of went to school locally, it's interesting to me because um, North Schuylkill obviously they have a they have a de- they have a good band. Monte Area has a decent band, but the problem Monte Area for someone like me, if I wanted to take music theory or take music, I had to be a part of the band to do so. And if you were a vocational kid student, they were just like, "Hey, we're gonna stick you in the same four classes all all every all four years." So I literally took the same literature, the same math, the same English, the same science, and nothing changed from ninth grade to twelfth grade yeah. because they just seen me as a vocational kid student. I, w- I had no choices to pick anything, and I was just able. And I I had no like I couldn't take an art. I couldn't take a music. That's terrible. Yeah, like in, so, in, that's awful. So, so if it, if it, if, it, if there's anyone listening like that, that's part of an education system. Pottsville 
obviously there's a lot of younger bands and people who are musically talented is because you t- you taught music theory to kids that anyone who could sign up for it and go for it you couldn't game. sign up for music theory unless you took a bit of i think you had this you, you had, had to take intro qualify yeah you had to take intro to music but or, at that or, point or, it was but, the kids that were serious about yeah, yeah. It. But, it, so, but it was something that was offered you could take yeah, intro yeah, to yeah. Mu- like intro yeah, to you, music and but if you were in band you skipped intro to music and you could even i think you could even skip music appreciation if you really um, wanted so to so yeah. the thing way that worked out was just if you were in band the teacher was the band director so you could be like hey i'm interested in taking music theory but i don't want to sit there and pretend to listen to fucking like uh michael jackson for and uh, just sit there for a while like taking this class of stuff that like i kind of understand how music works i don't need a like a big keyboard on the screen be like this is middle c yeah yeah or and then like the next step would be music appreciation where basically the classes you walk in they they, they go go, hey listen to music they're like hey guess what (laughs) <laughs> you ever you ever hear about classical music? We're gonna listen to that for a half hour, like and then you're never gonna know about yeah, we it ever again. We watched Queen live, live at Wembley they, Stadium. True, yeah. music we watched Live Aid, and they, that taught, was awesome. they taught us music. A little bit of like we took a music class in elementary, and a little bit in mu- middle school. Did you play the and recorder? Then, I was gonna then, say the no, flute. They, they, they didn't even. They didn't teach you an instrument. What? What the fuck? You were forced to learn what? hot cross buns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, music, so our music class, I just remember what being a name? kid and you had Mr. to Keener. Keener. You had to remember Keener, Keener dollars. Yeah, you had to remember like the where each like the FAC yeah. and shit. I don't yeah. remember anything because it was elementary school. Yeah. Then middle school, they literally the teacher would walk in the class. Even after dinner, she'd morning. play the piano and you sang yeah. along with FAC. her playing the piano, and that was our music class. She played Eye of the Tiger, Kenny uh, the Gambler, and something else. <laughs> On the piano, the and the entire class would sing along, and then the bell would ring, and we'd leave, and that was music class. Hey, whatever. And then, and then, high, and then high school was like, oh, if you're in the band, then you can go hang out in the band room for two periods and and learn more stuff about music. Oh, fuck yeah, that's but what if, we, but that's if you're like but if you're not a kid who was in the band, you mm. couldn't be like, can I learn basic music? Like that was not something that was a you like Monty area is breaking up to either you are a college prep kid. You are a um, business kid, or you are a vocational kid, and if you didn't play sports, then you can also work on. You can do music, so yeah, that, like they kind of steered you in certain directions and didn't let you be bullshit. yourself. That sucks. Yeah, because yeah. like I don't, I don't, I don't thank school completely for the reason I'm into music and what I do at music, no. but it definitely helped in a way. It definitely, yeah. They supported the band like all the other the stuff. Like I mean, like. Classes aside, like these three were all in band since middle school, right? Mm-hmm. I was in choir all through middle school and high school. I was in the Tide Tones. I was in drama club. Like we were yeah. all super into like music. Like stuff. every single kid I know that came out of Potsville Arts are in a band. They did something musically in their high school. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it definitely it paid. Like without st- even thinking, we about started it, abusing that shit. It definitely paid off for you. And like when you hear stuff like, "Oh, we're gonna shut, we're gonna defund music programs." Yeah, like, it's fucking that's bullshit. Awful. That's, cr- that's crazy. Like you're mm-hmm. shutting down like bands like, like you guys are like yeah. up and coming bands, you know. What and I mean? I'm like, afraid that's fucking coming for Pottsville too because they're like, how much money can we dump into football? Let's get rid of the band because no one joins. <laughs> yeah. So it's like fucking all right, whatever. That don't fucking do that because the band's awesome. The band. Yeah. I remember being. My favorite proud. part going to high school football games is listening to the band. Mm-hmm. I remember being Absolutely. proud that we fucking were in the band because we were the last yeah. in the area. That did like high I step have, marching. I have gone for pre shows and like left halfway through first core because I mean like saw the band show. Yeah, I don't give a shit about done. this game. Yeah. yeah, and I like how now bands are kind of like got my mac and cheese. They're like they're like modernized <laughs> a little bit. They do like the little dance moves with it. Yeah, and yeah. those are all show bands. Yeah, those are we, show we were, bands. Bands were always the best yeah. part. We were yeah. like oh. the only like military yeah, style 
exactly. high step marching where we like. And, and then our senior year when Mr. Oh, when Richard Freeze left uh, and Craig Shader stepped in, he's like, "How about we just do like the other bands do?" And we're like, tradition "Fuck!" So fun. Our pep rallies were so fun. the Boogaloo. Come on, we yeah. Did, yeah. our band's awesome. We still high step for. <laughs> pre-game and stuff but when we did like our halftime shows it was more of like a role stepping kind of like yeah when i coached high school when i coached soccer for north school and then i'd go to a football game their their halftime all the kids made fun of like why do you like that and this is before the queen movies even talked about that but the band's closing song was don't stop me now (laughs) oh my god that sounds fucking it was like it was like a big networking thing too like a lot of kids that were in band learned like organizational skills and how to play music with other people they like got together and did like the spirit bands for basketball mm-hmm. games there was kids that were in band that would um yeah. play in the pit band in the musicals um i mean they were yeah the bands were very kids. versatile yeah they were... started their jazz band for sports the two cities that are producing most of the music in the area is Tamaqua and Pottsville. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tamaqua was crazy. Yeah, I remember Tamaqua was fucking, I was in, like, County Tamaqua holds and, the, uh, the, uh, competition. The, the yeah, landing water. water. Yeah, yeah. Well, And then, and then, and then closely behind that, I'm not sure how Minersville's music program is. I don't, mm, the band scene in Minersville, really I don't, it doesn't, to me, I could be mm-hmm. wrong. I, but, I, but to I actually me, live really close to Minersville, but. Yeah, but to me, Pottsville, Tamaqua, if you look at the bands coming out of the area, that's Exeter. normally where they come out of. Exeter. And then, Exeter and then fucking you have, kills it every time. And then time. you have North Google. Like, North Google had some. North Google's also awesome. I love right? North, North Google's super into, like. Um, musicals and stuff. They yeah. the, they hold the North, musical awards every year for North all school the high drum, schools. The, there's a drummer in the air like that's doing very well as a professional drummer mm-hmm. with uh, Small Town Titans, who came out of North Google. You can even talk to Dave Cantwell because he's in Shenandoah. Uh, yeah, Shenandoah. Well, he's in Shenandoah had a good music program too, and, well, and and it produced a lot. Like you have the Mechas Brothers. True. Yep. But I was talking about the uh, the marching band that he's in now, or at least I think he's still it's like in. an alumni. Band. But he, no, it's like. East Schuylkill, I think it's called. I can't yeah. remember exactly what it's fucking called. But I was in it once, and you got paid to be in band. And I was like, that's fucking dope. And then they were like, yeah, here's a beer, because it's Gerardville, and everyone's already fucking plastered. So why don't you just start drinking, too? And I'm like, I'm 20. And they're like, we don't give a shit. And I'm like, all right, that's fucking awesome. I like you now. I'm getting paid $40 to play, and to do something I did off. for free in high school, and I can get drunk. And that's they, awesome. And they can play, like, big parades in New York and stuff. Oh yeah, they play New York yeah. every year, yeah, and right. I never went yeah, because we played, uh, we played uh, Florida. Yeah, well, in the program we, they do every four years, they go oh, to Disney, yeah. so we marched down Main Street Disney and that was did our amazing. like awesome. our parade show. Yeah, you, yeah. you so, go down there for a week, you march one day, and they're like, yeah. you march for twenty <laughs> minutes one day, and they're like, all right, we visit all yeah. the parks. You get to have the whole time. It's kind of like a set schedule, just so like we're all a bunch of but high school students that you have to watch yeah. <laughs> and you go to a, an amusement park and they're like alright you have until this time and you can just walk around with your friends and do this that's awesome and like every day you can go if to I a can, park if I can turn little share if I can turn back time I would probably not have played sports and joined the band I'm right I mean I same here I also <laughs> played sports too like I played soccer in high school but it, I played it, everything it didn't, it didn't well, I, I would have continued football. to play soccer basketball, if baseball, high school football provided. nine years but then I was like well I can't play soccer anymore so then I'm gonna go play um football and immediately found out that I had a joint disorder like oh, second weekend and then I'm like well I'm not quitting and like, <laughs> I got what are you gonna do and I was sport. like I don't know what I'm gonna do what are you gonna do I am going to not like being older. <laughs> so then, so then I was out of practice, and uh, they're like, "What do you what like?" And I'm standing like, "Well, Tony, we have nothing for you. You can't like you physically. Your, your doctor's note says you can't hit people because if you tackle them, I tackled a kid, best tackle of my entire life. 
I was so proud of it. I picked the kid up, I slammed him down, and my shoulder went from here to here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's depressing. Yeah. I love sports. Like and when then, you got uh, something like that. And then they're like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. So I'm just standing there where it was a light practice and we just had the helmets on, no equipment. And they're like, all right, we're going to go out and we're going to do special teams and kick and punt. And I was like, mm. can I kick that? And they're like, yeah, you can try it. They're like, it's, it's like a 36 yard field goal. We're just kind of messing around. I'm like, is this hard? They're like, the kick from here? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. They're like, why is that not? I'm like, that's like that's actually shooting from outside the 18. That's not a <laughs> that's not a hard shot. And I and I have that to that's my that's my target. They're like, yeah. I'm like, it could be. It, it looks easy, man, but it's not. I was like, bro, you never played fucking soccer. And I I, so I can make that my left foot. <laughs> and I I kicked the 36 yard field goal. And they're like, do you want to be the kicker? And I was like, Dude, yeah, yes, right there. there. That's and, awesome. And then I, I became I became the kicker. And then. Uh, um, somebody else wanted to be the kicker, and uh, my last name wasn't as good as their last name, so I That's was never my favorite. Sports I was never the starter. That's the problem with Pottsville too, though. Yeah, <laughs> Nepotism so, is everywhere. And the kid, I, I get along with the kid. He's a cool kid. But we we were sitting there at the uh, it was a game. We were getting blown out, and I told the coaches pulled me aside at the beginning of the year to like, what is your only goal for this team? And I was like, I want to have the longest field goal of, the, of of our school's history. Like, I want to have a record. They're like, well, what's the record? I said, thirty six yards. And I said, I hit that my first field goal ever. Like, I can bang like a – like, I probably make a 50 to 45-yard kick, no problem. And they're like, really? I was like, just – could, yeah. If, I, if, the, if they hold it and the line doesn't get me killed because I got murdered like four times trying to kick field goals, um, I was like, I can definitely make that. And they're like, all right. So we're at a game, and it's like 38-yard, 40-yard field goal, and we're they're beating us so bad they're not even using the scoreboard because Montero's team was not good. And I was like, oh, they're gonna, and it's like fourth day, it's like fourth and fifty, or like <laughs> fourth, fourth and forever, yeah, yeah. but they're in field goal range. And I was like, holy shit, they can kick and get points. Like they could put points on the board instead of going for it, like because they're not gonna get it, but they can get three points. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked, I'm like, I'm like, coach, and he just, he looked back and he goes, yo, tell the uh, other guy to get the kicking block when you kick it. Now I was told the year before I couldn't be a starter because the person ahead of me was a senior, and seniors always get the start. So then I was the senior, he was the junior, and they're like, get the junior to get the block. And I was like, all I do is kick. This is the only job I have. Like, so you're not going to start me? Am I just going to stand here? I'm like, <laughs> I go to every practice. I did all the running. Everybody else did everything. And then it came down to time to do the job. And I was like, and then the coach, and I looked, I, I tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, hey, um, are you going to use me at all this year? Like, just, you could be honest. Like, you're not going to hurt my feelings. And he just looked at me and he, he laughed in my face and then turned back around like I didn't exist. And I was like, well, you answered it for me. And I just start taking my equipment off. And the other coach came up. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm out. Like, as soon as I get undressed, I'm going I'm going straight to the locker room. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I quit. Like, I'm not going to stand here as a senior and you're not even going to give me an opportunity. And they're like, uh, uh, and he didn't know how to answer it. So, like, literally, like, as I'm walking off, the, the buzzer hit. So, like, everyone kind of went with me. And I literally just packed up my equipment and I put it all there and I left and I just never went back. Like it's the only time I ever quit a sport. But I was just like, I'm gonna stand here and be a fucking second string kicker. <laughs> like I can't even do With anything. A soccer else. background. Yeah, with a soccer background, played for my entire life, and I was like, oh fuck it. And I gave all my equipment to like the next kid in line. Mm-hmm. That was like, like I coach soccer in Shenandoah, and this kid's like, yo, like after this year, I can never play soccer again because I go to Monty area. And I was like, you're me. And he goes, what do you mean? I was like, you're me. Like, everything that, that you're doing is exactly what I went through. He goes, 
they want me to play football. And I was like, just go be a kicker. He goes, well, they're going to pick on me because they're not going to say, they're going to call me this and that because I'm not going to hit. I'm like, don't tackle anyone. Don't get hit. Don't hit. Stay pretty. Don't get, don't destroy your body and go be a kicker. I was like, they might, you might not get opportunities, but you can go to college to be a kicker and kickers in the NFL make better money than a factory worker. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, here's all of my equipment. Take all of it and practice. And he, I, I, I think kind of the same thing happened to him where they just didn't use him or they made him play another position because he wasn't allowed to just be the kicker. And what he, the fuck? Yeah, and he, like, he got like hurt too. That's football. Yeah, it's high school football. Mm. And basketball I loved, but I went to Monterey and that was the only sport we were good at yeah. because we had an amazing coach and I was like too intimidated to even join the team because <laughs> you had to learn his system since you were like born. Like you learned from like the day you joined basketball, you're like learning this guy's system. And I just never, never got into it. But yeah, definitely the the possible music program is unbelievable, and it definitely shows. Great. But uh, yeah. So I'm trying to think of my last question. I'm just kind of <laughs> off topic. Um, so the band's going to be taking a little bit of a break for the summer, correct? Because you're yes and no. We have a fill in, but he is. You, I'll let him explain. Um, I'm taking some summer classes in Virginia for school so i'll be gone basically all summer like two weeks i'm leaving so what are you what are you majoring in uh marine science biology nice so it, obviously now just thinking of the future can't really be a marine biologist in school county well i mean <laughs> that's kind of true but i mean there's different things like if i if i desperately need it to stay in the area to keep this going if we decide it to stay in pottsville with this Mm-hmm. Uh, right. it, like Lehigh Valley has like a zoo and some aquarium. There's like the Baltimore Aquarium that's not far. Like it, there's nothing within an unreasonable area that I could place myself in to not be able to do have both parts in my life. Yeah, absolutely. So what is what is like your goal with this education? Um, at first, I feel like a guidance counselor now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you planning to do with your life, Austin? <laughs> have you thought about colleges yet? Do you have your fifty-year plan already? <laughs> but like, are you like, do you, is there like a certain type of marine life you want to study? Um, or? I'm really into marine mammals, and I really wanted to like do like take a like a, a route that like just surrounded me with like polar bears in my life. Like, I wanted to research them. I wanted to like watch about like just like the ice caps like melting and like Dude, climate change and stuff like that because like they're losing their home like so if you could research that see like things that are going on and then maybe be like a public speaker on like how things are going but i mean i love all marine life like yeah. it's insane to me there's we know more about the moon and we know more about mars yeah, we than know. we do about our own the ocean's oceans. scary it's we only stupid, know about yeah. i believe it's like four to seven percent mm-hmm. of the ocean which is insane and the world is 75% water. Yeah. So it's going to be everywhere we go. Yeah, that was that was one of the most depressing videos I've ever watched on YouTube. It was like a polar bear like starving and it was just like yeah. depleted and I was like holy fuck we're destroying our shit. Like we're we're on the verge of like possibly another ice age. Like we're like our planet is at the point now where we're getting back to that. Like it's it's, it's Even crazy. without we're, us, it would still go through those phases. We're not helping. It, but we're not. Yeah, I, yeah. absolutely yeah. not. Ladies, come and let us know she's here. She's hey, lady. Can you give me a gorilla. She's like a gorilla. But yeah, like I, I can't turn my head. Looking yeah. so, at some internships and stuff like that, and maybe do some marine mammal work. Yeah. Um, 
but I just got scuba uh, certified, so I think it would be really neat to like He's get a position where I can go diving in like tanks and stuff like that. Like I'd be okay with like even cleaning tanks, like for like the shark tanks in like the Baltimore Aquarium, something like that. I was I swam with nurse sharks too. That's awesome. Yeah, it was super terrifying. They're super they're like, sweet. They won't kill you. And I was like, but they're as large as my kitchen. Yeah. Have you ever seen like whale sharks or anything like that? No. Ever? No. They're what? ginormous, and they like basically like filter feed. They eat, like small plankton and like uh, small fish and plankton and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, <laughs> just a jerk. Yeah. Uh, they're basically like, just imagine a whale, but it's a shark. Okay. But uh we went to the Georgia Aquarium with the Marine Science Club and they have a Uh-huh. Oh yeah. It's like powered <laughs> off for a second. There. Like, <laughs> they, have, they have a big tank that I I, I didn't want to call it a tank because that doesn't that doesn't give it justice. Yeah. So they have uh, a big a tank. They have a big way <laughs> hydro storage. They have a house that has three of them in it right now, and they're beautiful creatures. Everything yeah. that's at the Baltimore Aquarium is that amazing. Would you ever we, work for? Would you ever work for SeaWorld? Um, I've I, I've looked into things like that, and I I'd hate to like. We're all, we're all looking at you, things, Austin. We're all going to judge you, I, whatever you say. We all watch Blackfish on the very. I haven't like looked into a lot of the controversies with certain things, but from what I know and from what like I've seen, like I've been to SeaWorld, and the way they like. I am against having show animals that are the size, like like having the orca whale show. Mm-hmm. Those are huge animals, and they have them in these like tiny areas, and they're making them perform these tax, tasks and things like that. And they're um, just fucking people up. Yeah, like they kill their trainers every now and then. It's like we also like yeah, if you're uh, gonna like punch a shark in the nose, or you're gonna like fuck with them, just be like, okay, now you're gonna do a big. St- Jump out of the air, like, land on your belly, and, and spin around. And, like, they're, like, cutting their life... For the documentary, like, a whale in captivity and a whale in the ocean, their lifespan is, like, almost half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you know, I also like to think on the other side where it's, like, they're not literally going out and pulling these orcas out of the whale and just stealing them. They're kind of, It's also... Um, rehabilitating like animals yeah. that have been injured and hurt that can't actually survive on their own. So yeah, when you see them in a t- small, tiny, t- small tank, like it looks yeah. bad. But if you have like something like an animal that's a lifer that cannot be returned into the wild or it will die, like it yeah. actually doesn't seem like that's a bad option. Yeah, that's not that's not terrible. And I guess and that... a lot of the funds go. It's the same as like poaching. Like a lot of the funds mm-hmm. go back into conservation anyway. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a double edged. Like sword. I feel like a lot of the things that they do like have a good thing, but it gets somewhat of a bad. There's rap. a question of moral, definitely. Yeah, but, but yeah. even if it's a, a, an animal that like has to be trapped, like is that morally acceptable? Like even if it can't survive in the ocean, is it okay to keep it in a tank? That's interesting. That's a cool. That's a cool major. Now when he's gone, you know, playing in the playing in the ocean, who's splashing who, around. Who's around. the who's the filling? Uh, Tyler Smar from Bad Maggie. I so love, I love that kid. He's a cool dude. He he, that's cool. my wrestling buddy, and he <laughs> like every time we're like, "What are you doing this weekend? Do you play?" And he goes, "No." I'm like, then I meet him somewhere, and we go watch a local band. <laughs> that's like my I band buddy, Tyler. my local band buddy. Such a cool dude. Um, so yeah, so obviously this summer you have some shows coming up. You're gonna play with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, what are some of the things that you have in hope for the band in the future? Releasing this full length that we're potentially thinking about at least. We're 
just new content yeah, in general. Just new content. So what would be some of the steps that would help you get to that step? That that, that pays and obviously making money, correct? Money is money. Money. very <laughs> big money. money, but there's also the creative Dollars. side. We gotta get moving. Yeah, we've been, we've stagnated. We we haven't. Nah, <laughs> we already have like enough that we could. All it takes is just a little bit of work on it, so it's whatever. It's really just a matter of time. Yeah. It's just because he's got school and he works at four in the fucking morning. And he's in another band. And he's in another band. He's in another band. He's got school. I my time's worthless. So <laughs> um, I just I watch porn up and I play video games. Yeah, games. so I just I just fucking sit. I, I go and I go and uh, work at Genesis as a maintenance worker, and then I'm just sitting there going, "What do I, what do we want to do with the band?" Yeah, and then I put my and then. I go home and I'm like, what do we want to do with the band? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, so obviously what I always tell people too is when you go see a local band and it's a a $5 cover, that's nothing. Pay your $5 cover, help the band out. And another thing too, I always tell people, if you're going to go see a local band, I'm not saying I do it every weekend, but try to help out as much as you can. Bring an extra 20 bucks with you. That's the average price of your band t-shirt, 20 bucks. Some bands do 10, some bands do 15. Mm. The average is 20. Um... And if you never had any, if you've never made merchandise to sell to other people, there is a cost to make it, and yeah. there is a cost to sell it, and then you want to make something back. They're not just trying to pocket money. Like if you buy a T-shirt off a band, you're helping them make their album. If you enjoy them, that's all local music. Help, <laughs> even if they're a cover band, they're probably trying to buy better equipment to make themselves sound better. It's like that meme image where it's just like, man, I don't know if I want to spend fifteen dollars to go see a local band play it, play wherever. But I got a better idea. Let's go spend $120 and, and get, get fucking wasted yeah. at the bar that no one likes. So th- that's like the overall theme of these interviews when you hear me sit down with you. And they're not saying it. I'm telling you. Support your local music. Pay your cover. Go see local bands on a weekend. Pack the place out. Have a good time. And if they're not playing covers, then go hear, go hear their originals and, and be open-minded and see what you like and, and go from there. Um, so we can find you guys on Facebook. Spotify, Montago iTunes. PA on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, and then just Montago on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon. No one uses fucking Amazon, so it doesn't matter, but I have yeah. to say it. Yeah. Check out Strength and Allies on Tumblr. You can check uh, out Strength and Allies on Tumblr. That I have two no. whole posts. I deleted Tumblr because I got rid of porn, so I don't even use it anymore. Damn. Tumblr needs to die already. <laughs> I used to love Tumblr. It was like some Me of the best. too, and yeah. there was porn. Yeah, and it was like a porn like, deleted. Like, this is pointless. Um, but yeah, so definitely support your local band. Not so much of an interview. We just kind of shot the shit, which yeah, I hey, thought was fun. fun. Yeah, I hope you had a good time. Yeah, a good time. And like I said, well, when you come back, we'll, we'll 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 do more stuff. And you guys are always welcome. We'll shoot that um, gold team. Yeah, gold team gold rules. Team. Um, and anytime, like I said, we do the pop culture show. If you obviously all into video games and stuff, you're more than welcome to come in and sit. I'm always making posts like, who wants to come sit in the show this Wednesday? I know I usually do it last minute, but you guys, we always do a live show Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday's a pop culture. Thursday's professional wrestling. I don't know if you're into professional wrestling at all, but those doors are always open. You guys are cool with me. I like what you guys are doing. Keep pushing. Keep doing what you're doing. You too. For 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 both bands, like I said, you're you're obviously younger than me, but you're you have very good mentality. You're you have you have good head on your shoulders, and and your music is good. And I I definitely enjoy it. And keep doing what you're doing. Thank Sounds you. Good. Thank, yeah, you thank you very much. All right. We'll so that, that's gonna wrap it up for the interview part. today. Um, like I said, go check them out live. Follow all their pages, and anytime that you guys have a page, uh, a show, let me know, it's and, and I'll share it, and this we'll get Friday. it going. So this Friday, two shows: Kutztown, 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 and Wilkes-Barre. Yeah, yeah. 
so which one's you, closer to you? Yeah, just come to that <laughs> one. Who cares? And, uh, come to both. <laughs> you better drive because we're driving, so don't <laughs> matter. We have to do it. You have to do it. I, I, helping bands, I hate fucking packing up. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's the worst. We hate packing up, too. Don't oh, yeah. worry. I live for it. It's the worst. But, yeah. But thank you guys once again so much. Thank um, you for having us. Thank you for having share, us. Share this video. Give us that like and subscribe. Please subscribe. Hit that bell. That's the biggest thing. I've Hit had... the bell. Yeah. I don't even care about the bell. Just Wait, subscribe. It's, so they're going to be... It's going to... It's over on this side down below. If yeah, you over there. We're going to hit the subscribe button. And then once that opens up, you're going to hit that bell and then get the post notifications so you don't get lost in the algorithm. Guys, this sucks. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to drop in real fast. Welcome to I had I had so many interviews that like had 500, 300, 200 views, and I'm stuck at 200 subscribers. I'm like, what happened yeah. to 500 from the yeah. last one? <laughs> um, but yeah, subscribe, help me out, because once I, I the, the hours required to be monetized, I'm blowing that out of the water. Oh mm -hmm. fuck yeah! Subscribe. I imagine. I'm just not gonna feed. When we started algorithm. this, we were told that he was up until three in the morning editing a previous video. So yeah. there's a lot of work that goes into this, and we're very grateful for you having us here and. So it's more than just sitting down here talking, and it doesn't just go straight in. There's a lot of man hours, so support yeah. this dude. He's Thank doing some great things. Thank oh, yeah. Thank you. And anytime, like I said, we'll definitely have you back, and uh, you guys keep doing what you're doing. I love it. All right? Thank you. That'll wrap up. Right. For Interviews Everyday People, thank you guys so much. See you next time. Boom. Boom. Boom.